Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Metro News This Morning. Bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. It's Wednesday, October 16th, 2019. And this is Metro News This Morning. I'm Chris Lawrence. Your West Virginia weather for this middle of the week. We have a strong cold front pushing into West Virginia today. That's going to bring showers and will be followed by much, much cooler air. The highest mountains of West Virginia, the word snow, entering the forecast for the first time. More on that momentarily. But first, an update of what's happening all across the great mountain state. Back from vacation and at the Metro News Anchor Desk this morning is Shauna Johnson. Good morning, Shauna. Good morning. 11 suspicious deaths at the Clarksburg VA Medical Center in Harrison County, still under investigation, are among those set to be discussed in general during a U.S. House hearing today on Capitol Hill. That hearing, which will also look at the deaths of veterans in VA care in Arkansas and Georgia under different circumstances, is set for two this afternoon with testimony from those in the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs in front of the U.S. House Subcommittee on Oversight and Investigations. Officials say they will be careful during that hearing not to interfere with any of the ongoing investigations. At least three of the 2018 deaths at the Clarksburg VA have been ruled homicides connected to unprescribed fatal insulin injections. So far, no one's been charged. U.S. Senator Joe Manchin is still pushing for action from members of the U.S. Senate on the American Miners Act, a proposal to shore up pensions for thousands of retired coal miners and their beneficiaries. It's been in a holding pattern since January. By September 2020, within a year from now, the coal miners could see drastic cuts to their benefits if we don't act. U.S. Senator Shelley Moore Capito has her own but similar legislation in the Miners Pension Protection Act. Elsewhere, self-referrals are an option for people in drug recovery looking for help getting back to work through the new state jobs and hope program originally launched as Governor Jim Justice's Jim's Dream. State Office of Drug Control Policy Executive Director Bob Hansen says it is a cooperative effort involving multiple state agencies. This program, as it continues to develop, will play a significant role in helping people along the path of recovery. It will be an important part of giving people hope that their future can still be bright. We'll hear more about jobs and hope coming up next in today's Metro News Backgrounder. In Kanawha County, one group's calling on Charleston officials to return to a harm reduction program. Following a protest on the steps of the state capitol Monday night, members of the West Virginia Union Exchange gathered at Davis Park in downtown Charleston Tuesday with the same message. Honor loved ones lost from drug overdose and bring back the capital city's harm reduction program. 
The program was halted in the spring of 2018, but West Virginia Union Exchange leader Shannon Hicks believes it needs to come back or more people will die. Doing outreach on the street, we meet people, four, five, six people who share the same syringe because they have no access to sterile supplies. Dr. Sherry Young, the Connaught Charleston Health Department Executive Director, has told Metro News previously she has no plans to bring the program back. Instead, Young has advocated for more testing. I'm Jake Flatley, WVMetroNews.com. Later today in Wood County, West Virginia University Parkersburg hosts the next in a series of public forums on the statewide response to substance abuse. It starts at 4.30 at WVUP's multi-purpose room. Next week, those forums move to Charleston, Martinsburg, Wheeling, and Fairmont. The vice president of the West Virginia Chamber of Commerce says now is a good time to be looking for a job in West Virginia. This is actually, in some ways, uh, a worker's market. If you are someone who has skills and you are in the workforce, this is a great time to be in the workforce because employers are going to be competing with each other to, to hire you. Brian Dayton, at a time when unemployment in the Mountain State is low, Hamilton Project Policy Director Ryan Nunn, though, says the numbers are misleading. As a country, I think we can do more with our public policy to try to bring all those folks in who are on the sidelines right now of the labor force and bring them in to employment and, uh, and you know, allow for, for them to, to share their talents and their drive in the labor force. Both talked about the issue on Tuesday's Metro News Talk Line. Traffic backups and vehicle wrecks are already being regularly reported in Wheeling, where early work for a major bridge project on Interstate 70 that'll span years is underway. Howard Monroe with WVLRI Radio says more communication with drivers could help. There needs to be better pre-warnings on the roads themselves, like two miles out, three miles out, daily signs that you can change to say traffic will back up in two miles. Be alert. There's none of that being done. Upwards of two dozen bridges are slated for work in the Wheeling area starting next year and continuing for three years, including a full replacement for the Fulton Bridge, which is located just east of the Wheeling Tunnel. And all that work will cost more than $214 million. And rain is pushing east through West Virginia to start this Wednesday, bringing in cooler air with help from gusty winds that meteorologists with the National Weather Service say will continue through the day. Wind advisories for gusts of up to 50 miles per hour take effect later today in the eastern mountain counties. And Chris, it may get cold enough for rain to change over to some light snow <laughs> in the northern mountains as that precipitation tapers off tonight. Oh, my goodness. Good. Well, good to have you back. Welcome back, Shauna. Coming up in our Metro News Backgrounder. Governor Jim Justice launched the Jobs and Hope program, what was originally known as Jim's Dream. We'll hear more about that coming up in our Metro News Backgrounder. And then Kyle Wiggs has an update on sports as we have a National League representative in the World Series. That story in all the day sports is still ahead. Why did I want to work for CEC? You mean besides the fact that they're a leader in the industries they serve? Like environmental and civil engineering, air quality and water resources? Or the fact we're employee-owned so we share in CEC's success? Well, challenges get me fired up, and CEC's employees pride themselves in finding cool solutions that solve unique problems for our clients. We're always creating, using our expertise to save those clients money and meet their challenges. I've worked on sustainable landscape projects, nature centers, and with the shale, oil, and gas industries, too. Another reason I'm with CEC? I love my West Virginia home, and I'm helping build her future close to my family. 
creative solutions that are building West Virginia's future and can build yours close to home. Find your next opportunity with CEC when you go to wearecec.com. CEC, big firm capabilities, small firm culture. wearecec.com. In a moment, Kyle Wiggs will have an update on sports right now in our backgrounder. The New Jobs and Hope program is a new initiative whose goal is to help those recovering from the opioid epidemic by offering a wide range of services. The program was officially rolled out Tuesday during a ceremony at the Putnam Career and Technical Center in Eleanor. State Adjutant General Jim Hoyer was among the speakers and shared a story of how the program has already given hope to a former state resident. More in our backgrounder. I was tasked to go present some jobs and hope initiatives to a couple of organizations across the state. At the end of a presentation, a gentleman came up to me. He was the father of a recovering addict, someone who had recovered, gone to college, got his engineering degree, and had to move out of the state of West Virginia because he couldn't get a driver's license in order to go to work. But thanks to the efforts of the governor and the legislature, in this last legislative session, they addressed that specific issue. And in December, this young man and his fiance, who happens to be an emergency room doctor, are moving back to West Virginia. That's what this program is all about, and that's what we look forward to supporting the governor, the legislature, and the initiatives with our partners going forward. Now, you can learn more about the Jobs and Hope program, and you can start at our website, wvmacronews.com or jobsandhope.wv.gov. To the sports desk we go. Kyle Wiggs is in, and Kyle... Tell you what, uh, Washington jumped all over the Cardinals last night and never looked back. They just kept their foot on the gas. Yes, seven in the first, and uh, that was enough. Washington beat St. Louis seven to four to sweep the National League Championship Series in four games. So the Washington Nationals on to the World Series for the first time in franchise history. The Nationals, a wild card winner in the National League, they managed to win that. Wild card game. They win their first round series against the Dodgers and they beat the Cardinals in the NLCS to go to the World Series. Houston defeated the Yankees four to one behind Garrett Cole. He pitched seven scoreless innings, striking out seven. And the Astros lead the ALCS two games to one now. And that series will continue tonight. Game four from Yankee Stadium, the Astros and the Yankees. Mountaineer coach Neil Brown says he doesn't know yet if quarterback Austin Kendall will be healthy enough to start and play at Oklahoma Saturday. Kendall missed most of the loss against Iowa State with what was called a chest injury. Brown says Kendall will throw at practice this week but will not play Saturday unless he is at 100%. If Kendall can't go, the options at quarterback include Jack Allison and Trey Lowe. Now the Mountaineer defense is dealing with injuries and depth issues that those injuries present. Vandarius Cowan uh, suffered a knee injury. He'll have surgery next week. He'll be out for the season. Keith Washington is still uh, questionable for this game. He moved around a little bit yesterday in practice, um, but I would I would still deem him questionable. Vandarius Cowan, a contributing member of the defense at the bandit linebacker position, again out for the year. So that's a blow to the Mountaineer defense. And Keith Washington, of course, a key veteran member of of the secondary. 
The Mountaineers play at number 5 Oklahoma Saturday, and nine hours of WVU game day coverage begins at 9 a.m. on Metro News. Updated SSAC playoff rankings, Cabell Midland is number 1 in AAA, followed by Martinsburg. Fairmont Sr., number 1 in Class AA, and Doddridge County remains number 1 in single A. Thanks, Cal. The weather forecast for West Virginia calling for shower activity and changing conditions today as the temperatures drop behind a front that's pushing in. More on that in a moment, but now time for commentary from the voice of Metro News, Hoppy Kerchival. Chris, the alarming and highly suspicious deaths of 11 or more aging veterans at the Lewis A. Johnson VA Medical Center in Clarksburg will finally come before a congressional committee today. The House Veterans Affairs Subcommittee on Oversight and Investigations will convene at 2 this afternoon for a hearing entitled Broken Promises, Assessing VA's Systems for Protecting Veterans from Clinical Harm. However, don't expect any earth-shattering revelations. A spokesperson for the chair of the committee, New Hampshire Democrat Chris Pappas, said the Clarksburg VA hospital deaths will be discussed, but she said the committee does not want to probe too deeply at this point and interfere with the criminal investigation. Meanwhile, details about the deaths continue to emerge. Dino Colombo, attorney for deceased Army veteran Archie Edgell, said he's notified the federal government of his intent to sue. The military autopsy in Edgell said the cause of death was undetermined. However, the report also said the findings were strongly suspicious because of unprescribed insulin administered during his hospitalization in 2018. Edgell and fellow veterans Felix McDermott, George Shaw, John Hallman, and William Holloway all died under nearly identical suspicious circumstances on Unit 3A. The number of suspicious deaths between 2017 and 2018 may be as many as 11 or more, and three of those deaths are confirmed homicides through the autopsies. The Washington Post reported earlier this month that the person of interest in the investigation, who's no longer at the hospital, is, quote, a woman who worked the overnight shift as a nursing assistant and left last year. The Post also reported that the paper is not using the woman's name because she has not been charged. Through her son, she declined to speak to a reporter for the Post who visited her home outside of Clarksburg. Many of the families of the victims have hired attorneys with the intent of filing lawsuits. However, it's not easy to successfully sue the federal government. Dino Colombo pointed out that by law, The federal government cannot be held liable for the negligent actions of its employees. Instead, the families will have to show the VA hospital failed to follow its own procedures. Colombo argues the hospital did not properly secure insulin. USA Today reported this week on Unit 3A, insulin was left unsecured on hallway medication carts, according to two hospital employees who spoke on the condition of anonymity for fear of retaliation. Colombo said they put the gun in the person's hand. Colombo will also argue that the hospital did not recognize a pattern in these deaths. He said they failed to connect the dots. He said they committed medical negligence and deviated from the standard of care. Meanwhile, the Office of the Inspector General of the VA, the FBI, and the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Northern District of West Virginia continue the criminal investigation. No charges have been filed yet. Chris? Thanks, Opry. Hoppy's commentary each day on our website, wvmetronews.com. That's also where you can see his show, Metro News Talk Line, live each weekday at 10.06. Now to that West Virginia weather forecast. A strong cold front moves through today, providing some shower activity in its wake, and much cooler air moves in behind that front with gusty northwest winds throughout the day. It may even get cold enough across the northern mountain ridges for the rain to change over to light snow 
which will taper off tonight. Now, the cooler weather will continue tomorrow as a high-pressure system builds over the area once again. That high provides dry weather for the end of the work week and into the weekend with moderating temperatures. And now you're up to date for Hoppy Kerchival, Kyle Wiggs, and Shauna Johnson. I'm Chris Lawrence, and this is Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.